ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Blind Tag Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Nashheim. Today is going to be a great day, and if it's not, you just need to will it into fucking existence. So, um, we're going to do things a little differently this week because I have uh, some very talented guests coming up. We're going to talk about the NBA and somehow get off track with that, which... It is par for the course every time I have uh, people on. We always get off track on something. Um, so, normally I would do the uh, football stuff at the end of episodes, but I'm going to do it at the beginning this time, just so that way I can dedicate the rest of the episode to uh, Brady Johnson and Bennett Ferguson. Um, so, as far as the NFL goes... I forgot to do the uh, my predictions again, but the fact that I'm literally going eight and eight, I just decided to stop predicting NFL games. I know, I know, but let's look over week. Yeah, week six, and it started in a horrible fashion. The Commanders defeated the Bears 12-7 in the second straight ugly game. Um, Amazon is looking to return its package of Thursday Night Football because they are getting shitty games. So, if if you don't have Amazon or you don't have Amazon Prime, you're not missing much. Um, Panthers defeated... No, I'm sorry. The Rams defeated the Panthers 24-10. The story out of that game, Robbie Anderson was sent to the locker room after a altercation, verbal altercation with a member of the staff, I believe it was the wide receivers coach, and the next day was traded to Arizona. Um, you, I, I get it. You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I, I know better, but this is my opinion. It's one thing if you're up or it's a close game and you're passionately pleading your case to get the ball but if you're down and you're not doing well offensively and you're basically telling your coach you need to give me the ball it's not a good look he's come out and said that he was confused as to why he wasn't getting the ball and you know things did get heated but We'll see what happens. Next question is going to be, who's next on the trading block? Is it DJ Moore? Is it Christian McCaffrey? Is it someone from the offensive line? Is it any members of that defense who's the only unit that's actually doing well? So, I don't know. Um, The next couple weeks are going to be very stressful in Carolina. Uh, The Falcons defeated the 49ers 28-14. The Patriots beat the Browns. The Jets dominated the Packers in Lambeau 27-10 capped off by Sauce Gardner getting a um, cheese head and wearing it after the game and wearing it as he's going to the locker room Uh, if you're getting trolled by the New York fucking Jets you're not having a good season Aww. Poor Aaron Rodgers. 
unfortunately they don't have a they don't have a vaccine for stupidity. They should. Colts beat the Jaguars, Vikings beat the Dolphins, uh, Bengals beat the Saints, Giants continued their uh, remarkable season with a victory over the Ravens. Steelers beat the Bucks uh, despite Kenny Pickett going into concussion protocol. The Seahawks beat the Cardinals. Bills and Chiefs were Bills and Chiefs. Bills won 24-20. Eagles beat the Cowboys and the Chargers won in overtime. Broncos Nation, let's hope the season ends very soon. Looking at the standings real quick. Um, Buffalo, Kansas City, Tennessee, and Baltimore are currently your division leaders. With the wild card spots being held in from order from 5 to 7. The Chargers, the Jets, and the Colts. Jets and Tennessee would be a very interesting first round matchup. Um, Philadelphia, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, and San Francisco are your division leaders in the NFC. With the wild card spots being held by the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Rams. Interesting. And let's look at the um, uh, right now the number one pick would go to the Carolina Panthers. Great. It's gonna be interesting. But let's let's move on to the NCAA where I actually did do the predictions. Um, I was horrible with the sub dub this week. I went one for five. I think I actually changed one of my picks from uh, Under the Sun, but yeah, not a good week. Um, ACC only had uh, four games, and I got two of them right. Um, top 25, actually I went eight and two. With the only teams winning, or not winning, that I thought were going to win was Michigan, um, I'm sorry, Penn State and Iowa State. I had Michigan and Texas winning, no, losing those games, but they won. And I picked Tennessee over Alabama. Can, I fuck, can you fucking believe that? Uh, the best thing about that is a video surfaced Sunday. Um... They're looking down at Neyland Stadium. You see everyone on the field. That's an SEC violation. So the camera pans, and next thing you know, you see the I think the president of the University of Tennessee, and the person holding the camera is like, "Hey, how much you think this is going to cost?" He goes, "I don't fucking care." <laughs> That's a boss move. Like I don't, I'll pay it. Like if you end a 15-game losing streak to an opponent. You're going to pay a fine. Absolutely. Oh, but, um, one, one other thing. So, yeah. That was it. Um, and I was at the Coastal Old Dominion game. Uh, that was not good. That was not a good game. Um, oh. And... The preseason polls have come out for men's and women's basketball. Just just the AP poll. Number one, UNC, followed by Gonzaga. Houston, 
Kentucky, Kansas, Baylor, Duke, UCLA, Creighton, and Arkansas. Um, for the women's, U.S. Uh, South Carolina is the undisputed, unanimous preseason number one. Stanford, Texas, Iowa, Tennessee, UConn, Louisville, Iowa State, Notre Dame, and NC State. I think this is, if I saw ESPN correctly, this is the first time that UConn's been outside the top five in a preseason poll since 2006. I think a changing of the guard in women's basketball has occurred. A couple interesting teams in the top 25 in the women's. San Diego, I'm not saying, San, South Dakota State is ranked 23rd and Princeton is ranked 24th. So congratulations to to, to those uh, schools. But um, no um, teams from the Sun Belt got any votes, um, which is par for the course. It's going to take... um, something extraordinary for them to get a uh, get a ranking like one of them is going to have to start off like 15 to 0 you know we're going to have to have an undefeated team going into January which won't happen because basically every team is facing at least one or two uh, power conference teams so We'll see what happens. Um, I do want to say one thing, though, um, before we get to the interview. Um, So, everyone who's listened to the show, um, they're, you know, and that everything went on last year. Um, Bray Wyatt recently made his return at Extreme Rules a week or so ago. And then he came out on SmackDown to a huge ovation. And then the weirdest thing happened. Bray Wyatt didn't speak. It was Wyndham Rotunda, the man behind the character talking about how you know the last year had been painful it lost his career lost his his the two people to him that was close uh, one of them being Brody Lee which was a, a shock to everybody um, and kind of lost his self-confidence so watching that promo the first time around I was like, man that's a good promo but then I watched it back a second time and I went, I, I could see myself in, in that promo. Like, I could, I could see, you know, the last year being painful. Losing people that are close to you. Um, and not knowing if anything you've done mattered and he had the fans and I had my support system 
Um, so I want to, and I'll, I've said this before, and I'll, I'll, I'll continue to say it. Um, it wasn't for quite a bit of people. I'd probably be in the corner of this room cuddling a beer bottle or a liquor bottle and just not not caring at all. Um, and it's, it's, it's just, you know, I, I want to see where this story is going because I think it's, you know, now it's going to be done right. But I just want to take, you know, that, that promo really just, it struck a chord. I saw myself in that promo. It was like I was giving it. And yeah, that's if you haven't seen it, do go out of your way to find it. Go on YouTube, look up WWE or WWE on Fox's YouTube pages. It's it's a powerful one, and it. If you don't walk away from that promo, uh, promo, watch either the first time or the second time, point something out of it. Um, that has been tested. And, hey, more power to you. But, once again, everyone who helped me out over this last year and even, even before, thank you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here in such a, I guess, positive mood if it wasn't for y'all. So, well, I think we've kept uh, Brady and Bennett in the uh, waiting room long enough. So, here we go. Let's start. Before we go back to this episode of the Blind Tag Podcast, I want to give a quick shout out to Mark July for their song, Powerful Rock Next Generation. This is a song being used for this season's intro. You can download this and other royalty-free songs to use on your podcast at pixabay.com. That is P-I-X-A-B-A-Y dot com for all your royalty-free music needs. All right, welcome back. And, you know, here lately I've been doing, uh, at the end of the shows, um, college and NFL previews. But I decided to do it at the beginning of the show this time because it gave me an excuse to keep... uh, my guests in the waiting room for a few extra minutes, which is always fun, makes them upset, makes them mad, makes them anxious, and I, I just don't care. This is my show. Uh, We're here to talk about the NBA, upcoming NBA season. I got from WCC Radio, Brady and Bennett. Guys, how are y'all doing today? Oh, okay. I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing. Well, I'm doing. Okay. I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, Brady, you can unmute now. 
Oh, okay. I'm doing fine as well. <laughs> I mean, I really, you know, uh, I guess since we're, we work together a lot, so, you know, uh, we're we kind of, so. yeah, we yeah. kind of alternate who says what, but, uh, you know, I'm doing great. Uh, can't complain too, too much. You know, college is always, uh, kicking, kicking our butts. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Like, 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 like bad, like bills against Steelers bad. Like, like. Like yeah. bad, yeah. It, it's been kicking my butt. So you know, but other than that, sports world. Yeah, can't complain. Besides Pittsburgh losing, dead bad to the Bills today. So, yeah. That's but uh, true. And Coastal's Coastal's having a uh, good football season. Bowl they're actually bowl eligible now. Great year. Okay. Like okay, but like it, it's good. Yeah, we're undefeated. But like. It's an ugly undefeated. It's really ugly. Ugly. Like, Gardner Webb, we should kill. I mean, Buffalo. Buffalo Army should have been a lot better of a game. Buffalo, we should have been a lot better with, because I mean, there's just so many expectations that I don't think we're living up to that a lot of people have said. Georgia Southern should have been a whole lot easier. They wasn't that good. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. yeah. Say what you well, will, Postal. I mean, uh, I, I'm happy we're undefeated, but at the same time, we look very very bad sometimes and that is not good against we have like death row coming up we have odu marshall app state i mean all northern miss virginia then jmu yeah like it's just not going to be fun to watch us play football because we're probably going to get exposed a lot well um myself and uh, a mutual friend of ours tj actually had a couple weeks ago had a chance to interview uh jamie chadwell for my new project under the sun make sure you check it out wherever you get your podcasts and i think that's one of the questions we uh, we broached was um yes you know we lost a lot of players and it's about the, uh, the leadership of a uh, grayson mccall and um um who on the on the defense like uh the jordan strong jordan strong, uh, those jordan strong josiah stewart josiah stewart that's guy i was thinking um, about like like those lead those players who had been here uh, for at least a year or two can take a lot of these younger players on the wing and you know like like he, he even said in the army game and you know definitely check out the interview um, you you have to prepare a whole new offense a whole new defensive scheme for army because mm -hmm. of yeah, because, because oh, of what they play gonna, you're not gonna your cornerbacks are just gonna be tired at the, at the end of that I'm just getting pushed yeah. around and being confused like the, the the big issue that I've noticed, at least on defense, and and I'll just say this, and we can move on to whatever we're talking to, to NBA stuff because I know that's our that's what we're talking about. But uh, right, I, I'm looking at at the defense we had last year, and we I'm looking at the players we had as our backups who who were who who are now starting. And I'm okay. okay, we have. JT Killen, Shane Bruce, both were backups. I think one of them was redshirted last year, didn't even yeah. play. Killen, I think it was Killen. Wh why didn't they learn from from the Teddy Gallagher, from 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 Silas Kelly, who who like some of these plays, Gardner Webb threw a threw a pass in the middle of the field, and both of the linebackers missed tackles. And if Gallagher or Kelly were there, that tackle would have been completed. And it's like the little things where I'm like, okay. You should be making that tackle, and you were behind people who, who could have taught you that. And I'm just wondering, like, why aren't they? Like, I know Teddy's with the team as a linebackers coach. Why isn't he teaching you that? 
because Teddy would wrap up that tackle. I agree. I agree. But I also don't think it's also the offense. Like I'm going to say, Coastal's offense was slow at first. Now they're starting to pick up. But now we need to do this. I don't really think it's the defensive, like front eight, front seven, whatever they got up there. I don't really think it's them. They've stepped up in the past few games. I think it's the, the DBs that need to go through a crash course of guarding one-on-one with Sam Picknick, Jared Brown, and just study them and then study the other receivers that they play, like ODU. ODU's a top receiver. Right now, he had a 130-yard game with like two cat, or off like four receptions. And they lost. I mean, they lost, but how are you going to stop him? If you're gonna play like so, you've been playing, so I'll, I'll I'll sit here and say this, and then we'll we'll uh, get started in our NBA. Um, injuries have been have hampered the team uh, both defensively, and I mean when I'm listening to the Georgia State radio and um, radio broadcast, and they're talking right before kickoff. All right, the top, our top three running backs are out. You know, you are, and and the. You know, a banged up secondary to where the Jordan Strong didn't get on the field to like the third or fourth game. Yeah. So it's it, it's it's one of those things about yeah, it's making sure you're tackling, but if you're playing next to someone who you don't really play next to a lot, you don't know. You know, you you don't sit like with Gallagher and and Silas Kelly. They knew where each other was going to be. Mm-hmm. They, these these players haven't um, got that chemistry yet, and that and that just takes time. But uh, to sit here and say, you know, yeah, Coastal is six and zero. It is an ugly six and zero. And even um, Chadwell said, it's you know, for the first few games, he said we dominate the fourth quarter. I even saw this on one of his uh, press conferences. Dude, we dominate the fourth, dominate fourth quarter. Fourth, yeah. It's is is the problem is it's quarter one through three that's that's get, given everyone uh, yeah. heartburn. So, yeah. uh, and and I'm just gonna say this as well. I don't know why Willie Lampkin is playing center, but that is one of the worst moves we've ever done. I have no yeah. clue why he's not playing guard. And Moyes and Moyes at tackle, I don't like either. I like him I mean, better at guard as well. He's just getting consistently exposed at center because. He's snapping the ball back, and then he's just falling on his butt. So uh, we can sit here and talk about this all night. Maybe that's another conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Which, which is actually might be an interesting topic that you know we, um, me and TJ broach up on uh, our next episode when we talk about the Coastal and ULM game, but. Like I said, we can sit here and talk about this all day long, twice, even though it's Sunday, twice on Sunday. We're here to talk about the NBA. Uh, now, when this episode comes out, the season will be about um, started. Uh, we are recording this on October 9th. So if anything happens between now and the end of the, uh, beginning of the season, we didn't know. We're not Nostradamus. We can't predict the future, even <laughs> though we're going to try to. Um. This offseason has been um, interesting. Um, it's been the first normal offseason since um, in uh, normal in NBA standards mm-hmm. since 2019. With and you're, you're, that's that's one thing you hear a lot about all these all the major sports. 
is they're finally going through a normal off season for the first time since uh, 2020 or 2019. Um, Brady, I want to ask you this first. Uh, I know we prepped some questions, but just off the top of your head, what was the craziest off season story for you? Like for anything? For for any you know, craziest NBA off season story storyline to look for the season? Yeah, anything. John Wall going to the Clippers. Oh, I didn't. Okay. I don't, I don't think he fits there, and I don't think. I mean, I like Reggie Jackson, and you're just gonna do Reggie Jackson dirty like that. I don't. I don't think you should do that. I thought you should should have kept Reggie Jackson and keep the same team you had because y'all was doing good with Reggie Jackson. So why why get rid of that chemistry? So. Okay, Bennett, what about you? Well, I mean, I think it would be beside us to not bring up the fact that KD requested a trade. Then. Uh, everyone was like, oh, holy crap. Free agency starts here in a minute. Uh, where's he going to go? And it wasn't a question of, is he going to stay? It was, where's he going to go for like three days? And then after those three days, when nobody fielded it, like nobody wanted, like a concrete trade never happened. Uh, and we all just kind of slowed down and kind of forgot that I actually he had requested one. And now he's going back to play with the Nets again. And it's like, well, what did you get out of that? Other than now everyone... Every Nets fan thinks you're a jerk for wanting to leave again, for wanting to leave. And every, and everyone in the front, like the staff thinks, well, this dude just said, okay, we'll fire all of us and I'll come back. Like. It's the same thing with Kyrie. Uh, same thing with Kyrie. It's like these ultimatums that these athletes are making, this big Nets controversy that seems to have been going on for the past three years. And I'm, I think if you're not a Nets fan, you're sitting here and you're not a fan of any of those players. Like, I get it if you're a Kyrie fan, you want what's best for him. A KD fan, you want what's best for him. If you're just a fan of the NBA and you're looking at this and you really don't have anything at stake here, at stake here you're like, who cares? Like, yeah, he'd be great on a different team, but like, y'all suck. I want to see y'all fail. I mean, like, I, I don't like Kyrie. I don't like KD. I, I think Kyrie's a bitch. Um, I can say that, right? <laughs> Yeah, the FCC don't care about okay. us. Yeah, he's a bitch, unvaccinated. Like, come on, man. Like, you're just a bitch. Um, and every un- unvaccinated. Wait, hold on, hold- he's a bitch. Hold on, I-, I I gotta say this. You've been on how many times, and you just now you're now asking, hey, can I cuss? I haven't been on here in a hot minute, and I've gotten okay. so used to WCCU and. Yeah. No standard yeah. of not cussing, and, I understand. and now our, pol- our policy there now is like you cuss, you're done, like you're you're cut, you're not ever working on WCCU again. Um, that like I needed to just mentally make sure. Okay, all right, all right, I got you. Understandable. All right, so let's cut Bennett's mic. No, good. But yeah, no, I, I, I agree. You know, both of those are are crazy things, but for me. And it's, I, I believe I, I touched on it in a previous episode. I can't remember which one I, I, it was. But the, but what's going on in Phoenix? That whole situation with the, um, the, the uh, governor of the team and the culture that he basically wanted to subscribe to. And he gets a one-year suspension and find ten million dollars. Um, for I understand that it's 
kind of different situations with him and then the um, Clip, oh, Clippers owner, Donald Sterling. And Ume but at the same well. time, do what? I said Umi Udoka, how do you say it? Umi Udoka? Oh, oh yeah, the Boston head coach? Mm-hmm. I was I was getting there. I was getting there because mine was kind of a tie. <laughs> it, was, it was him until that. And, but um, all the players coming out saying, you know, he, he needs to uh, um, sell the team and he's He's planning on selling the team, although he's trying to put himself as the victim because he's being forced to sell the team, pressured into it. Well, guess what? You 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 created the controversy, so shut the fuck up. Sell the damn team. Get you and Donald Sterling can go into a a sauna somewhere and just um, have a have a, a bitching contest. And then you got the Boston head coach who decided to basically, um, um, I we they they never said what exactly it was. So what I'm about to say is purely speculation. I have no um, facts to substantiate this. This is my opinion. I think he I think he was trying to just pass you know pick up as many women as possible there because he's the Boston Celtics head coach and he picked up the wrong woman and now he's um, suspended for a year. I think he should be suspended for longer than that or even fired. I think he should have. I think if you're going to... I don't like suspensions for, for, for non-players. I think if you do something like that, you're fired. You be fired. Yeah. You I, blacklisted I agree. And, and that goes for owners as well. Like, what the heck is a suspension supposed to do? Some of those owners don't care about those teams. They just own them. Like, Unless you're Bradley Stevens. Bradley Stevens actually does care about the team. I, I know, but, like, coach, some of them don't. Like, like, if you suspend them from the team, they'll still be making money. They, they don't care. So, like... I believe his... And I believe the coach's suspension is without pay. Yes. I, they, I believe. He's made enough money already. He can sit there and be comfortable. It's not yeah. like he's going to be living So, on- honestly, here, so this is what they should have done with the Suns owner. Whenever this, the story hit, he should have been suspended immediately, pending investigation. You're suspended while we're investigating you. You know, you could choose to be suspended with with, with, with without pay. If it's while the suspension is happening, uh, while an investigation's happening, all right, suspend them with pay. Okay, cool. We're going to get to the bottom of this. You can help us out by telling us the truth. If not, we're going to find out. You tell us the truth, it may help you in the end. If not, yeah. then once the investigation is over, okay, this is the facts. Um, your suspension is now, you know, we are now terminating you for cause. The, the, the difference with the coach and the owner is uh, with the coach, yeah, the owner can fire him. The owner has, you know, basically has to be, has to sell the team. Yeah. And you can't just say, you have to sell the team. Yeah, like, you can't you, do that. You have to you have to go through those steps. I, I know. It's like... Yeah, just, and, and the, so I think what they should have done is they should have uh, put it to a vote of the Board of Governors whether or not he you know, he should sell the Suns, and uh, kind of like what they did with Donald Sterling, but 
Adam's Adam Silver, like that was the beginning of Adam Silver's uh, tenure as a uh, commissioner. The uh, Donald Sterling situation. <laughs> so, you know, and the one thing I will say, I will say, Don, uh, Adam Silver, got got to be one of the best commissioners in pro sports. I think he is the best. Yeah. I don't. I don't yes. know the. Um, I don't know about NHL's commissioner. Uh, but and I don't know about um, Gary Bettman. Yeah. through a lot of stuff right now that I don't I don't quite understand. But NFL, Goodell makes really he's, bad decisions. Yes, terrible. He's not he's more for owners than he is for players. And I feel like Adam Silver is more for players than he is for owners. Right. He's like, hey, owners, we're going to give this stuff to the players, and you got to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing about the commissioner is they are they are employed. You know, they are hired by the owners of all the teams. So, you know, you're basically working for the owner. You're you're, you're basically the mouthpiece for yeah. the owners. So, but for, yeah, Adam Silver, he, he he walks the line. He 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 he's more for the players, but he also he toes the line very well. Whereas um, Gary Bettman or uh, Roger Goodell or whoever the MLB coach is, right? Um, um, commissioners right now they don't yeah and and i think that like with commissioners if he was against like if he was truly like hey uh owners up yours like like uh, passing a bunch of stuff that's like good for players not good for owners at all there'd be a lot of backlash if he got fired because or like like they they didn't like they, they you can't even fire a commissioner but like you know what i mean because the NFL or the NBA uh, Players Association, the NFL's Player Association, they do have a say in who also gets hired. Um, so it's not just the owners. So they have a pretty big stake right. here. So, yeah, it's it's definitely been an off season, but let's let's dive into um, how we're going to do this. We're going to go through each division, uh, and then we're going to go, you know, so who's going to win each division? Who is going to be the, the four teams in the uh, play-in tournament, and also a surprise team in the playoffs and a surprise team that misses the playoffs. Now, before we do this, I I decided to have some fun with this and do, you know, looking at different websites, different, whether it be like official or not official, to see where they had all these teams ranked. Uh, the sites I found were Hoop Social, Bleacher Report, Fan Sided, The Halftime, and Back Sports. I, and they ranked them one through um, 15. And that's how I kind of got the, um, you know, were their average of who's going to win each division. I want to see if uh, you guys agree with this. So, you guys ready? That's All right. Good. So, the Atlantic Division now also, this was done before um, Mr. Grab Hands in Boston got caught. <laughs> Um, that's my team. but that's my team too. I don't even want to talk about it. 
I don't think they want to talk about it. But anyway, no, they don't want to talk um, about it. They were a unanimous choice to not only win the division, but be the top seed in the Eastern Conference. So, my question is, in the Atlantic Division, is it Boston's to lose? No. No. Go ahead. No. Um, 76ers to lose. 76ers is in the Atlantic Division. It's theirs to lose. So, okay, even without even without um, touchy-feely, um, <laughs> even without touchy-feely, I think the, the roster for the Celtics is terrible. It's so, so good. Horrible. I mean, how is it horrible? You have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Those are your big three. And you also have, uh, what's his name off the bench? DeJounte Murray, right? No. Who is it? Who, no, Derek White. Derek White? No, the other one. The one they just Brogdon? Brogdon? Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon. Thank you. We have Brogdon off the bench. Like You have, you have like, a great four. You have Horford at the... Wait. Four. Four, four and you have uh, William That's a great lineup right there. And then Brogdon off the bench. And Derek White and Grant Williams. Yes, it's a great lineup. And so I think even without the proper coaching, you're still going to have... I mean, reigning defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. It's going to be balling out. So I think it's theirs to lose. I think the Sixers are probably the people who could win it off of them. Uh, but yeah, I'll let Brady go. I don't think Boston, yeah, you look at their look at their death, but look, they struggled with their death last year. That's what killed them in most of these playoff runs. They only had Derek White and uh, Grant Williams and Pritchard. Pritchard. Pritchard's no longer he's a third string now because they got Brogdon back. I mean, I'm sure Pritchard will play, but Pritchard's not good enough to play with us anyways. So I like, I mean, I do like the Brogdon signing. I like Derek White and I like Grant Williams, but that's that's all you have right now. If, and Gallinari, Gallinari's there, but he's not going to be back till like game 48 or 49 because of his injury, which that's that's going to help later on. But we need someone now that can help right now. All right. Um, so if I'm hearing this correctly, Brady, you believe Philadelphia's going to win in the Atlantic Division? I have Philly coming out of the Atlantic Division. Right. Only by only by three games. Oh. Only by three games. Well, okay, okay. Out, of the, out of the Atlantic Division. So I said it was either Sixers or or Celtics. But wait, yeah, no, it is. It's going to be Celtics. Never mind. I I don't know why I I said it. So like, what? Yeah, we. Wait a minute. Yeah, we we don't know why you said it either. Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind. Um. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Celtics. Yeah. Uh, rank. All right. I I'm gonna be honest. I believe it's I'm gonna be one of those two teams. Um, if this was last month, I would say Boston, because you are you're returning these players and they are the defending Eastern Conference champions. But with the uncertainty of the coaching. Um, I'm, I'm, I'll say I got to trust the process. I think it's going to be Philadelphia. And Harden, and Harden looks like he's back to normal. So, absolutely. So now, let's go to the Central Division. Ooh, this and one, I like this one. yes, this one is going to be a a good good division. There is no. Um, uh, well, the consensus pick 
to come out of this is the Milwaukee Brooks, Milwaukee Bucks. So, uh, Bennett, we will start with you this time. Does Milwaukee win the Central, or do you see a team like Cleveland or Chicago pulling an upset? Oh, I got the upset 100%. I think Cleveland has the best uh, young basketball team in the NBA right now. You have Jarrett Allen, who is one of the greatest centers in basketball right now. One of the greatest, and, and it's it, it's not up for debate. Like, the dude made an all-star team last year. You have Evan Mobley, who can play mm-hmm. both center and power forward. I was listening to a podcast. Yeah. It. it was comparing him, Kate Cunningham, and um, and the other oh, uh, Scotty Barnes. And it was like, mm-hmm. who would you take right now? And they kind of disrespected Scotty Barnes a little bit, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, they were only really talking about Mobley and Cunningham. Who would you have taken if you were the Pistons? I would have taken Mobley. The dude is a freak of nature, uh, and he was my pick for, for Rookie of the Year last year. I think he should have won it, but you know, that was there. This is now. At guard, they got they got their boy. They got Spida. They and then at, at point guard, they they've got Darius Garland. PG. Like, their their weakest position is small forward, and that is Lavert. Lavert's going to play with three. Lavert can play three, but they've got a Coro who's slotted to start. The dude is dirty with the ball, and if that's your weakest position, then you're going to be fine. I think Cavaliers. I think Cavaliers upset Bucks because Mobley versus Giannis is, is quite the matchup. Mm-hmm. So is and Jared Allen too, because Jared Allen can guard Giannis as well. Yeah, I mean, but then again, you got Lopez. I'd rather have Allen or Lopez. But, yeah, know. but you, but they're both seven foot tall, so you mean you can put both of them on both of them. But I, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. What about you, Brady? Not me. I only have two teams coming out of this. Now I like Chicago here just because of their bench. I love their bench. Now adding Drummond's going to help them with defense and rebounding a whole lot, especially and and a, and a veteran presence. And a veteran, yeah, he's a veteran presence too, and he can also help in down the stretch in games when Vucevic can't can't be in the game. I know Vucevic is their shooter, but they can also use him like as a center and use Vucevic as Vucevic as the four to help them out as well. So I like I like them, but I'm gonna go here uh, Milwaukee. I still think Milwaukee's the team to beat in this division. I think Milwaukee's the team to beat in the, in the Eastern Conference right now. Because last year, last year they didn't have Chris Middleton when they played Boston. Chris Middleton is a huge, huge player in Milwaukee to their success. So, because they didn't have Chris Middleton, now they now they're going to be all healthy. They they improved on their bench a little bit, not not so much, but they improved a little bit. I think they're the team to beat right now. I'm going Milwaukee. Um, <laughs> I I'm going Milwaukee, but. I agree with Bennett that Cleveland is going to be their biggest competition. This is going to be my hot take of this division. The conference, the division championship will not be decided until the final week of the season. I agree. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, that's very, I also think you could put the bulls in there as well. Cause the bulls are late. Bulls late are really good late. Not early. They're not a really early good Middle, middleweight, midway through the season, they're okay, but late, they're really, really good. So. Right. Put, put Chicago in that. Uh. I, I think Chicago um, will be one of those teams where, you know, they'll dig themselves a hole early. So, yeah, they'll make the playoffs, but they're going to spoil a lot of teams' mm-hmm. uh, playoff hopes and could, you know, you know, they may not win the Central, but they, they could help decide it between Milwaukee and Cleveland. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, now in the greatest division 
in all of the NBA, like this is a division that if it was in NCAA would be a one bid league. That's how that's how good this division is. And I say that with 100% sarcasm. The Southeast Division, based on the, um, um, ag- you know, all the averages, they we have Miami coming out as the team to beat in the Southeast. So, Brady, um, who who wins the clusterfuck that is the Southeast? Okay, so right now, I actually have a two-way tie in the division. But I think it's going to come down to the last game. That's what I think it's going to happen. So right Ooh. now, I got, my, I got Miami and Atlanta. I think Atlanta really improved adding Shante Murray. It helps. It helps. And they also got a good bench as well. So I think they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. If they can all stay healthy as well. John, John Collins got to stay healthy. Capello got to stay healthy. Bogdanovich got to stay healthy. All of them got to stay healthy. Miami. Now, you can't sleep on Miami. Miami is like one of those weird teams. They're not like, they don't have the like best, best of players, but they can compete. Like Jimmy Butler, he is a, don't get me wrong, superstar. Bam's a superstar. But yeah. the rest of the guys, Kyle Lowry's out of his, I'm not going to say he's out of his prime just yet, but he kind of is out of his prime. Kyle Lowry's not as you would he used to be. Hero's just basically a role player. Robinson's a role player. Oladipo is now just considered a role player. But they, play basketball and I'm going to go to the last game I think I think it comes down to like literally the last game of who wins that division but I'm going to choose Atlanta I'm going to choose Atlanta Atlanta all right what about you Bennett this is a really bad league like if you look at these teams there's probably three good teams in this um but I mean I mean Heat, they're going, to, they're going to get theirs. Hawks, they're going to get theirs. Um, and then it's just up for debate on who 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 ekes out a playoff win, maybe even a playoff spot. But I got the Hawks. I mean, ice cold Trey Young. I, I forget. I was on your podcast at some point, Kyle. That I I, I, yeah. I um, the Trey Young was going to be probably one. Well, no, hang on. I said it first in Sports and Cage, but then I said it on your podcast. I think Trey Young is probably was going to be one of the best players in the NBA within the next three or yeah. four seasons. I still believe that's true. That dude is, I mean, that was before he took a bow in, in Madison Square Garden. Uh, the the balls you have to I mean, take a bow in Madison. Well, I mean, don't, don't, let's put it this way. He is right now in Reggie Miller territory when it comes to people who are despised in the city of New York. And I think and Reggie Miller was was kind of kind of okay as a player, I think. Maybe but it's know, those moments decent. that make it's those moments that make people famous. Because Reggie Miller, like again, you were saying about uh, him, about, but you, we all know who that is. Just because of malice at the, the Hall of Fame, because of the, the choke, and, yeah, yeah, it's a Hall yeah. of Fame. Like so, Trey. Young, being sarcastic if he couldn't figure it out by now. I know. I know. I get it. I was just saying he's a Hall of Fame. I mean, I know. Ben and I don't think got it. Uh, I don't know, but Reggie Miller, uh, not Reggie Miller. Who am I? Who the hell am I talking? Trey. Trey Young. Trey Young. Trey Young. He's 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 one of the he's one of the best. Uh, yeah. He had he now has a better supporting cast. Um, 
you, uh, there's some questions about whether Murray's going to be good or not with them. Um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to see that happen. John Collins, this is a prove-it year for Collins. If Collins doesn't hit all the right yeah. cylinders this year, he's the odd man out. I mean, uh, he, they love Capella. Capella. Resan Capella as well. Capella is. He's again, huge. I said it about Allen, but I'm going to say it about Capella. Capella too. He's one. Well, the difference is Capella is one of the most consistent NBA players ever. He's not going to be flashy. He's not going to have like nine, like like 20 points a game. But he's going to get those rebounds. He's going to he's going to get the blocks. He's going to be there for defense, and he's going to get some offense too. He's going to get those putbacks. He's going to get those dunks. It's just a really nice squad, and I think that this is the year they really finally put it every put everything together. I think they need to pick up one or two little free agent veterans to maybe bolster the squad in the back end. You know, good ninth, tenth player. Uh, John, not John Wall. Um, Kemba Walker is currently a free agent. I still don't understand why. He'd be a nice acquisition. A backup, as a backup point well, guard, a backup point guard on the Hawks, or even Isaiah Thomas. I mean. But the cardiac Kemba no. on the Hawks. No, but they both can help. They're both point guards that can help. I know, but right. just you know, I think that would just up it. But they're just right there. It's theirs for taking. So you're 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 talking about um, um, Kemba Walker still being a free agent. Um, like I said, he'd be a great pickup for Atlanta. I think he he hasn't reserved himself to. Being a role player coming off the bench, he still wants to be a starter. He wants yeah. to prove he's a starter. Uh, it can. he has. Yeah. Do what? I said Isaiah Thomas has, so he he can take that role because. Right. So I, so I think Isaiah Thomas would be a better fit. Maybe than Kimber Walker really just small. because Isaiah's. But both of, hey, and Muggsy Bugs. Yeah, I know. My 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 favorite <laughs> Thomas is though, and like. The way that the the way that the Hawks play offense, they don't they, need him to play defense though, because that's why they but, got. But the way they play offense, a Congo, a Congo, I think. Yes. They got him and Capella, and they got Collins. They don't need him to play. I wasn't t- talking about their defense. I'm talking about their offense. The way they play offense, if he's on the court with with, with any of the starters, then his job is not going to be the catch and shoot guy. It's going to be the all right. We're gonna we're gonna run the ball through you to get it to our players. So. I don't know if IT can do that. Sacramento, Sacramento Suns IT. What did he do? He just basically play make before he comes. Then, then he got his shot going, and then Boston traded for him. And then guess what happened? He well, became IT. I mean, we're we're gonna have to see. Uh, I I still think it's up right. and down they sign. Uh, but I mean, there's a lot of nice little guard free agents out there. Eric Bledsoe, you know, yeah, you know, those guys, one. you know, a good yeah. solid backup. Maybe Jamal Crawford comes back. Alfred Payton, Alfred Payton would be a good one as well. Uh, Frank Nielakita, where you're at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. I think I think they win. So, <laughs> I, honestly, I, I agree. It's it, it's between Miami and Atlanta because obviously, if any team other than those two win the division, they'll be an upset. Yeah. Um, but Charlotte would be the only other team I could say that could win this division because the other people even then it's just it's yeah. even then it'll still be an upset. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it'll I'm, be saying, upset. I'm just saying Charlotte. Charlotte's the only other team that I would have to win this division. Well, they're, they're, I, I can't remember who or what player was basically suspended now for Miles or, Bridges. Um, Miles, uh, Bridges. Miles Bridges, yeah, it was basic, basically writing the end of his NBA career because of um, off-the-field uh, yep. legal issues, which is what we'll, we'll just say about that. Um, but, yeah, no, Charlotte is just – now I, I want to say 
but I want I want Charlotte to win it so bad. They don't, but they don't I don't think they pieces. will. They don't have enough pieces. Yeah, they don't. And unfortunately, they don't want to spend to make get the pieces. Nope. Well, and also, uh, you're building around Lamelo, which all credit to Lamelo. He's a great player. I think he's a really. Great I agree. Player in the NBA, it's just it is hard to build around somebody who's who's built like that because you need players that like. I don't know. You, you need players that aren't in the NBA right now. I, I don't know how to. I agree. You, it's just hard to build around. I think. I think. And, and plus, you have coaches that that really don't care about young players. Like like their head coach does not care about their rookies. I don't think he's even met their rookies yet. I think. I think he's like. You're not two years in the league. You're not playing on my team. So, who knows if Mark Williams will start a game? You know. Uh, I mean, oh, he will. He I will. mean. But he doesn't care about he doesn't care about his, his young players. Yeah, I agree. And you have a player like Gordon Hayward who we don't know if he's going to play a full season. Um, and this is his, um, and this is his second stint with the team, the coach. Yeah. And, and then yeah, the, the coach got fired and they got brought back. And, and then you have a player like Plumley, which I mean Plumley was good, but like, do you, like. Raise your hands if if, if if you were building a team around LaMelo Ball, Miles, Mason, or whatever Plumlee. Oh, it's, I think it's Mason. Want, I think it's Mason. Whatever Plumlee. Whatever Plumlee. Raise your hand if you want him as your starting center. Yeah, I thought so. Nobody wants that. Okay. And I don't understand why they keep bringing him Honestly, Honestly, I'm moving P.J. Washington to center, and then I'm going to put in, like, do they have Ubre? Do they have Ubre? Yeah, Ubre. Uh, I'm, I'm moving Ubre to the three and Hayward to the four. I like I like that lineup better. I know I know it's kind of small, but I still like that lineup better. I mean, why not? Well, will in then, you know? Why not just just True. throw shit at the walls and see what what happens? <laughs> Basically, but, that'd be great. Mike D. Mike D'Antoni is he still in the league? He's bring him and get some uh some of those like play small ball. Oh my god! He gets Tucker days at center. The uh, the uh the statistics say mellow ball loses thirty pounds. He might shoot better. So anyway. I um I believe Atlanta, like I said, Atlanta Miami is going to be the uh, uh, teams who are going to fight for the division title. Uh, um, here here's my thing: my, Atlanta brought in a lot of new pieces. Yes, they still have Trey Young. Miami, from I believe, stayed relatively pat. They only had they only have two new players. They have, but they didn't lose anybody, right? Well, they didn't lose anybody. They so I, I look at it from this perspective: Atlanta needs to build chemistry. Miami doesn't. I think Miami will win the division, but it will be a down. Uh, it the won't be decided game. until yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be back. That division lead between them two is gonna flip flop a whole lot. Last year really just like it made me question whether Kyle Lowry, whether Kyle Lowry can win another ring. He and can. Like, well, I mean, you'd say that, but then like you look at what, what does he, did he do? The what does season, he do now? He doesn't he, do nothing. Again, you look at what he did in the regular season, and it just feels like if this team does not win the finals in the next two years, this team is rebuilding again. And it's like I thought we just got out of the rebuild for Miami. Like, I thought they had just rebuilt. They brought in Butler. Because, like, it also seems like you can't win a finals unless you have, like, you've traded for a superstar or you just had a super, like, Curry. Like, it it doesn't feel like the NBA, if if you're the Pacers right now, 
there is no chance you're winning the finals unless you trade for like Kawhi at the trade deadline. The Pistons or the Pistons. Either. Or the Pistons. You're not winning finals unless you trade. No matter how good your homegrown players are, you need a superstar right. already built in the league to be on your team. Mm-hmm. And it, because that's been like the, the motto, I mean, for the past like five years. So Miami is Butler a superstar enough yes. to get yes. them? Is he a superstar enough to get into the finals? I have no idea. I mean, it's just a weird team. And Udonis Haslam, I'm sorry. Why are we bring, Why are they bringing him back? Like, other than just because they can. Like, he doesn't provide. He provides veteran leadership, but he's not going to put up points. He, he's also a good smack talker off the bench. So anyway. I um I believe Atlanta, like I said, Atlanta Miami is gonna be the uh um uh, teams who are gonna fight for the division title. Uh, um here here's my thing. My, Atlanta brought in a lot of new pieces. Yes, they still have Trey Young. Miami from I believe stayed relatively packed. They only had they only have two new players. They have, but they didn't lose anybody, right? No, they didn't lose anybody. They re-signed so I, I look at it from this perspective: Atlanta needs to build chemistry. Miami doesn't. I think Miami will win the division, but it will be a down. Uh, it won't be decided game. until yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be back. That division lead between them two is going to flip flop a whole lot. Last year really just like it made me question whether Kyle Lowry, wh- whether Kyle Lowry can win another ring. He and, can. Like, well, I mean, you'd say that, but then like you look at what, what does he, did he do? The what does season, he do now? He doesn't he, do nothing. Again, you look at what he did in the regular season, and it just feels like if this team does not win the finals in the next two years, this team is rebuilding again. And it's like I thought we just got out of a rebuild for Miami. Like, I right. thought they had just rebuilt. They brought in Butler. Because, like, it also seems like you can't win a finals unless you have, like, a, you've traded for a superstar or you just had a super, like, Curry. Like, it, it doesn't feel like the NBA, if, you, if you're if you the Pacers right now, there is no chance you're winning a finals unless you trade for, like, Kawhi at the trade deadline. Or the Pistons. Or the Pistons, either. Or the Pistons. You're not winning finals unless you trade. No matter how good your homegrown players are, you need a superstar right. already built in the league to be on your team mm-hmm. and it, because that's been like the the motto i mean for the past like five years so miami is butler a superstar enough yes. to get them yes. is he a superstar enough to get into the finals the I, final? it. I mean it's just a weird team and you don't haslam i'm sorry why are we bring why are they bringing back like other than just because they can like he doesn't provide he provides veteran leadership but he's not going to put up points. He, he's also a good smack talker off the bat Spot why, but we're gonna move on. To, uh, speaking of uh, veteran leadership and a team in this division that all of a sudden went from having it to not having it, we're in the Northwest Division in the oh in the um, West. Western Conference. So right now it's looking like Denver. Is the team to beat in the Northwest? Um, I see Brady already shaking his head. Uh, Bennett's kind of 
even keel. So I think then we'll start with you. We'll let uh, Brady stew a little uh, for a couple minutes. Um, who is going to win the Northwest Division? I don't remember if we had a like pre-draft uh, like did. episode with with you, Kyle. Um, but one of the things I said that Minnesota needed to do was Minnesota needed to bring in somebody that would then facilitate Carl Anthony Towns to move power forward. Now, what did they go out and do? They signed the like greatest defensive player in the NBA, and Rudy Gobert. I, I, I no matter how much I dislike him for touching all those microphones because uh, of COVID. Uh, cause he's a bitch for that, but he could still beat me up. Uh, the Timberwolves have massively improved. They got rid of the most annoying creature on the planet in Patrick Beverly. They offloaded his little stupid butt. They brought in Gobert. They gave up a bunch of draft capital to do it. But when you've got, uh, anti-gay Andrew, uh, Edwards out there. They also uh, brought in Kyle Anderson, a veteran and Austin Rivers. Okay, but hang on. Kyle Anderson's the kind of guy that you draft in your in your rebuilds in, in 2K. That's the kind of guy, he has a nice little cap on the salary. You just bring him in. The team is really looking nice. If they don't put it together within the next two years, I'm going to start worrying. But I think Timberwolves masterclass this season. Okay. Timberwolves look, uh, being successful in the division for the first time since they had some skinny kid from high school named Kevin Garnett. Okay. From South Carolina. Brady. I gotta agree with Benny here. I think I think it's a clear cut <laughs> shot. It's gonna be. I, I think I think it does come down to like the last two weeks. But I, I, I do I do just because the Nuggets lineup is is really, really good and their bench is really, really good as well. I, I think they have a deeper bench than Minnesota right now. But when you add three-time defensive player of the year. You've got Carl Anthony Towns. You've got one of probably one of the best young stars in Anthony Edwards. And you got D'Lo who can be D'Lo at times. He, he's not D'Lo like of old, but he's D'Lo at times. And add, adding mm-hmm. the young young Jaden McDaniels, I, he adds defensive presence too. He can also add offense. Uh, I just think Minnesota's team to beat right now in that division. <laughs> Clear cut. Uh, my only question is, do they have the bench depth to kind of I, I don't think they, because every player matters, and their starting five is looking great, but their the backups are kind of looking crappy. So. Now that that's why I'm saying the Nuggets have a deeper bench, and the Nuggets starting Nuggets starting five is really really good, but their bench is also really really good. I think that with the Timberwolves, you can mold this lineup to where you have people. Well, besides Anthony Towns, you have defenders on every level who can defend pretty much anybody. Like, especially against the Nuggets, because Jokic is going to be out there. You can put Carl uh, Anthony Towns out there with Jokic that's, and have Gobert face whoever, like Aaron Gordon. Because or, Aaron, or DeMarcus is, Cousins when they put DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, Aaron, uh, Jokic isn't getting into the paint, like, every every play. He's a three. He's a, he's a passer. He's a facilitator. So you can put your worst defender on that and just have him trying to – because uh, Gobert is not that great of a perimeter, uh, a, a, a three-point defender. He's much better inside the paint. And Carl Anthony Towns, as bad as he is inside the paint, he's okay outside. So that's why that's why I like Jaden McDaniels here too. He's a great perimeter defender. And also he great. He's just also, yeah. okay. I mean, I, I agree. You know, Rudy Gobert uh, is basically defensive player of the year every year because. 
he's the only player that can shut down the entire league. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I made that joke the first time we did an NBA episode, and I'll continue to make it because it's it's true. I mean, he owned up to it. But I, I agree with uh, Brady's point. You know, Denver has a great lineup, and you know, with their deep bench, you know, I don't think they lost a lot of people. Denver did. No, right? they brought everybody back besides like Barton. They traded Barton. They, they did. They in, did pick up Bruce. They, they brought in KCP though, right? They brought in KCP at the two. They brought in Bruce Brown. <laughs> they did get Ish Smith, and they got uh, a rookie in Chris Christian Brown. So, and they got DeAndre Jordan as so, well. So. But but their core their, their core players are same, still same. there. And Although they Jamal Murray. Well, technically, their starting five will now include KCP instead of Jamal Martin. Murray, KCP, okay. Michael yes, Porter. It's, it's like apples for so, apples. So. Right. But they got so, a nice pitch. I, so. I, 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 I agree. Like I said, I agree Minnesota. They're going to be better than they have been. They're not going to be in the play-in tournament. Um, I say next, next season is their time. I think Denver will win. We'll win the division, but I agree it's going to be close. And I mean, come on, when you have a division that includes a rebuilding Portland, a very rebuilding Utah, and a still rebuilding Oklahoma City, I mean, come on, you're you're, you're going to get some wins. So, come on, yeah. Now, I know we talked about the best division in the NBA earlier. Now we got to talk about the worst division. Like, everyone hates this division. It's a murderous row of a division. And we're talking about the Pacific Division. Mm. Home of the defending NBA champion Golden State Warriors, who is not, based on the um, sites I found, is not the unanimous choice to win the division. Oh, I know. I know why. Because Harrison Barnes and the Kings are going to lead the lead the team to glory. Right. That's exactly that. That's exactly what is not going to happen. So what in the world is this car doing? I thought it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, this Brady, why you car is like, thank oh. you, L.A. Clippers. The Clippers are what? the smartest freaking team. In this, in the NBA, right? Aren't now. you just saying that they were trashed for? No, but they John Wall's not starting. <laughs> oh Lord! Reggie, All right, Reggie Jackson at the reward. All right, so let's let's uh, while while we um while you know continue to do this, and I continue to figure out why this damn car, um, car is circling my apartment building for some strange reason. Um. Brady, we'll go with you since you're ecstatic about a um, Clippers starting roster decision. <coughs> who who comes out of this division? Is it Golden State? Do, do the Lakers reclaim the glory? Does the Kings shock the world? No. Okay, so I actually have I have three teams in this division I like, but I'm I only like really one the best. I like their bench better than both of these teams than the other three that I have out of the three that I have. Golden State is really good team, but you see their bench. Eh, it's it's shaky right now. It's shaky. 
Now the Suns, they be, they've got good, they got good everything, but their bench is still a little shaky. I'm gonna have to go with the Clippers right now. I think the Clippers come out, their bench is phenomenal right now. They did improve, they got defense, they got shooters, and they play eleven guys. They play eleven guys. That that's that's really a lot to do. In the playoffs, they play eleven guys. You don't see that happening a lot. You only see usually eight no. to nine, eight, seven, eight, nine guys play in the playoffs. They play eleven guys. And adding adding John Wall, they might actually have to play twelve. 12 guys now which I, I like this bench I like this I like this team I with Kawhi a healthy Kawhi back if they can stay healthy they might be the team to beat now didn't Kawhi play in suppose uh, preseason games he, he's played in one he hasn't played in all of them he's okay played in well how many and he dropped, how, he dropped how many have they played I think he's only played one he hasn't played he hasn't played the no no how many have they how many has the team oh, played they played like three I think Okay, so, all right, but he he, he dropped like twenty five. Right. He dropped twenty five in one of them. So, or in the in the only one he played, he dropped twenty five. Okay, all so right. he he look he looks back to normal. So that's gonna be interesting, Bennett. I I like Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi Leonard's a great player. I don't like Paul George. I think I've made that abundantly clear on every single time I've ever talked about Paul George how much I don't like him. Their bench is really, really, really good. Hey, hold on. I have a question before you continue, Bennett. Uh, What's your opinion on Paul George? Uh, I don't like him. Uh, My opinion? No, no, no. He was asking. He was asking me real quick. Um, Yeah, I was. I was asking him to be a smart ass. Yeah, I have the the reigning, defending, undisputed NBA champions from last year. Basically, just reclaiming it. I mean, uh, you you have the greatest point guard of all time, uh, and, and you can argue that it's magic, and I get it. But two different eras. In this era, Magic Johnson would not be firing those threes off like Curry is, and Curry would probably be true ass back in those days. Um, but Dick would play like LeBron nowadays. Uh, yeah, but if if, if Curry. He was in Magic's day. I'm gonna go ahead and say this before you continue. Um, I don't don't think he would he would hold up to the physicality no. of the NBA. And if Magic were in this day and age, he would not be playing point guard. He would be playing like power forward, power forward, yeah, something like that. So it's really like agreed. Like Magic Johnson is special for a point guard, but Steph Curry. He's changed the game. He, he, he's Forever. made respect the three ball more than anyone has ever made you have to respect the three ball. And anytime he's on the court, the dude is a is a, is a walking thirty points. You, you have to respect him from half court because if you don't you do. walk him at half court, he, <laughs> you, you know have that? Steph Curry, who's the greatest three point shooter of all time. You've got Clay. Thompson, who's at least top three or four all time. He's five, I think he's five. Uh, in terms of in terms of three point shooting of all time. And then you've just got a really nice team around them. They don't have a lot of size, but they don't have a lot of depth play. either. They have Draymond Green who can lock down anybody. Uh, like anybody. including Jordan Poole. Yeah. Well, I mean, and Jordan Poole. Like, there's there's even hope. The Warriors were, you know, I, I was kind of worried for them because after Curry retires, Clay's probably going to retire soon after that. There's no way they're not they're not going to. I think they both retire in the same year. Probably. Yep. So, 
I agree. They are building for the future. Jordan Poole looks amazing. He's super young. He can do it. He can he can play on this team for a while. And the Warriors just they they, they don't look weak unless they're unless they implode from the inside. Which Wait, they very much do. Yeah, go ahead. I think looking at this team right now, like what I'm looking at, this team, yeah, you're right. They they are the team to beat. But Steve Kerr plays the most random, randomest, weirdest lineups I've ever seen out of any coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Because, like, right, last year he had Curry, Thompson. Well, he didn't have Thompson for the first half. He had Curry, Paul, Wiggins, Green, Looney, right? And it looks like he also played He also played Curry, Paul, Kaminga, Wiggins, and Green. I don't like that. I mean, I mean – James Wiseman has to be healthy, and I think that James James Wiseman is going to be. If James Wiseman doesn't succeed, then there's some worry going on with the Warriors because, right. like, hang on, your your guy that you drafted number two overall is not working out. What's wrong? So, I think that the war. I think that 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 as of right now, he's going to step up, and so I think it's Warriors. It's it's going to be Warriors. I, th- I think after 20 games, Wigan James Wiseman will start just because he needs to get some game time in. I think he yeah. starts over Looney because I I think he's too. Yeah, I'd start Looney, but I think Wiseman's your 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 first big man off the bench. Like like, I think you right. I think you you sub him in pretty early on for Looney. But right now, right now their bench is like it's Jordan Poole, Dante Divincenzo, Andre Iguodala, Jermichael Green, and James Wiseman, and Moses oh, Moody also plays. About, don't forget about Moody and Kuminga. I, I just I just said Moody. I said Kaminga. Kaminga also plays as well and him, because he's and, he's amazing. So. And Moody also plays as well. So what is that? 11, 12 guys as well. Well, Does yeah, that, and, and those and Moody and Kaminga are going to play over. Like Divincenzo's probably Iguodala is going to get maybe like five minutes a game. Jermichael um, Green probably won't play. Now, Divincenzo will play because he, he'll he's play. He'll be the he'll be the backup for Thompson. And honestly. Curry and DiVincenzo on the same court at the same time, not against each other, it kind of goes hard. I actually I like that because you, you can then honestly you could put like Clay at the three or like if like how he runs their weird lineups, he could put end up putting Clay at the four. I wouldn't see why you would put all three of those guys out there because then you put all four guys out there: line. Jordan Poole, Dante well, DiVincenzo, Curry, and Clay. So I do I do want to say this. Uh, um, this is the th- difficult this um division to pick a single winner because you have a lot of teams that could legitimately take the division um now brady you asked one question you know about um steve kerr's um weird lineups and all that i just asked i have a simple question to ask about that as a follow-up how many rings does he have as a coach does guy he i know i understand that he's got okay so so guess what if 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 you have zero rings, you get um, you get basically um, shit canned by the press and everyone for doing that. You got as many rings as he has, and I'm not talking about just as a player, but a, as a coach. Guess what? Do whatever the hell you want. You go. Oh, well, you're like, wait. Well, why are you playing twenty different lineups? And and next thing you you go is okay. Well, let's see. I got one ring, two ring. You want me to keep going? Okay. No. No. I okay, agree. I works. agree. But I, I just still think it's with with what 
the NBA has improved now. Like the Clippers, the Clippers are probably going to be a top team in the in the West. I'm not going to say yeah. they're going to be like one, two. They might be like three or four. That's still a top team. You're going to have to find out, find out a lineup that can beat that team because Kawhi, in any given night, can play 40 minutes if he really wants to. Paul George can play 40 minutes. If he wants Honestly, to. I don't think anymore. Uh-uh, there's no. No, I, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If he wanted, if Kawhi wanted to, he could play yeah. 40 minutes. Mm-mm, I don't think he could. Here's, here, here's the thing, though. I think with Steve Kerr, um, coach uh, playing all those years under Phil Jackson, so. Well, you bring up the Clippers. You got to find a, a lineup that beats the Clippers. He knows what lineup can beat the Clippers, but he also has 81 other games that he has to worry about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he will make sure, you know, get as many players well, I'm, as I'm reps as like, possible. I'm talking about like playoff time. If he can't stop the Clippers, he can't stop the Clippers. Yeah. Well, I have – this is one of the first division – where we all have different picks. You're not about to say I'm wait. picking Phoenix. Okay. No, I'm not saying Lakers. I'm okay with that. I'm okay oh. with that. I'm, I'm not saying the Lakers. Hell no. Can't wait for LeBron to retire. But anyway. Um, but, me, too. me too. I'm waiting for LeBron. What? I'm wait- me too. I'm waiting for LeBron to retire. Now, now, now before anyone says, oh, I'm hitting on LeBron. Um, I said the same thing when Michael was in his prime, you know, when he was getting ready you know, in, in that 97. Man, I'll, why did he come back? Why can't he retire again? But anyway, you know, with that, with that being said, I think with everything going on with Phoenix right now, you have a leader in Chris Paul who's basically going to go into, go into that locker room and go, listen. Our owner did not believe in us. We need to win despite him. And when you got that motivation, I mean, it's going to be difficult. Uh, I, I think the uh, whoever wins this division is going to win it with a two to three game margin. But I, I, I say Phoenix. But, but. I will say this though: these three teams—Clippers, Golden State, Phoenix—top three seeds in the West. No, no, I, I don't I, see. I, I, I okay, that about the Clippers. I get what you're saying about Phoenix. My biggest thing is I could see this team either doing what you're exactly saying is going to happen, or I, could oh, see, I agree. or I could see them at, at like right before the trade deadline trading Chris Paul. And basically everybody, because it's just a failure, uh, and like they just don't know what to do. I think Aiton and Paul can get deadline. I agree. Well, I mean, they had a chance to, you know, Aiton was um, um, someone signed him to an offer sheet and they matched it. So, what, what, but yeah, no, I, I I agree. I agree that there is there's always the other side of the coin where it could be like it turns into another disaster, but. I think you have with, with just that veteran leadership of Chris Paul um, is is someone like you know is you don't see that on the stat sheet. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of intangibles that Chris Paul brings that you that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. Just yeah. like Steph Curry, just like um, Clay Thompson. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Clay Thompson. Um, 
I mean, hell, even um, J- uh, Jimmy Butler. Like, there's a lot, you know, a lot of those intangibles that that yeah. veteran leadership. But I, I, I agree with you. It it could in very badly to where they blow up the team. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to err on the um, positivity, um, you know, on the positive side because, damn it, I want Chris Paul to get a ring for your retirement. I do too. Like I said, I agree with both y'all, but I don't think, like I said, the Clippers are like a three to four team. Their baseline is three to four. They usually underperformed yeah. than that, anyways. Even with the healthy Kawhi, they've underperformed that. So yeah. I'm just, I'm just putting the baseline at three or four. But I don't think they performed. Okay. I, I have Clippers at four in like terms of playoff standings. I've got Warriors at two. I think Warriors are going to be second best team in the league. So in the, in the West, excuse me. I have the I have the Grizzlies actually at two. I have the Warriors at one and the Suns at three. So, well, that is an interesting segue because we got the last division, the Southwest, home of those Memphis Grizzlies. Um, we also have, you know. Rebuilding teams in Houston and San Antonio. So, um, Bennett, we will start with you. Um, the oh, actually, I, I did did forget to say this real quick. Based on the um, the averages, uh, they have Minnesota. I'm sorry, Denver winning the um, Northwest. They actually have Golden State and Phoenix tied in in, in the Pacific Division. Um. So, you know, with that being said, Bleacher Report basically did theirs uh, one through fifteen based on what their record uh, record prediction was. So I kind of had to do it that way. But they have Memphis just barely over Dallas winning the division. So Bennett, do the Memphis Grizzlies have any competition, or does someone take the division from them? I think they always will have competition. Uh, I mean, the problem with the Mavericks is that they only have Luka. They got, I mean, Dorian's okay. Uh, JaVale's okay. They have a lot of okay players, but it's not like Luka's not going to get him a chip by himself. And it's just... He needs help. Yeah, he does. And yeah. it's, their help can't consist of Spencer Dinwiddie and Reggie Bullock. That's Christian not Wood, Tim Hardaway. Yeah, Christian Wood's a good pick, but pick up, but like yeah. Mm, you need mm, you need like you need a more. you need like a need Donovan else. Mitchell. You need a you need a you need a you need something else. Uh, I'll just say that I, I can't think of it in my brain. You need a, a great forward, defensive forward, who's can clean the glass. Like 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 Victor. What's his name? The one from France. Wimben Yamwa. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, maybe they're not going to bless you. I th- thank you. Uh, you, then you have the Pelicans. Like okay. They got a squad, but is Zion that they, guy? They look good on paper, but they don't really. Paper, but is Zion that guy? Yeah, is, is Zion going to be healthy? Are, are they going to Are they going to use Valanciunas the right way like they did last year? Uh, is Brandon? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. This looks good on paper because it's actually paper, but yeah. it's not going to win me an NBA title. No, but 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 at the same time, you know, the Grizzlies look great on paper. They have no, their bench is terrible. I didn't just hear you disrespect Danny Green like that. Danny Green's not even on their bench. Yes, he is. He doesn't play for them currently. Yes, he does. 
He's not. He's not he on their roster. They literally just traded for him. Okay, look. Look, I'm. I'm looking. Backup point guard is Tyus Jones. Backup I don't trust that. He's gonna play. It's Danny Green. He's gonna play. I don't um, see Danny Green they've on got, the roster. They've got John ja Moran at point. They've got Desmond Bain shooting guard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Dylan Brooks. Right. Dylan Brooks is the three. Three at four. You, well, you would have. Here's the problem with the Grizzlies. Jaron Jackson's out for a mighty long time. And so you got to bring in seventy-one games. So I think they're gonna have they're gonna have to bring you know someone's gonna have to step up. I could also see them going out and signing somebody. They got um, Santi Aldama right now as the starting. Say it one more time. Santi Aldama. Bless you. Um, and then at center, they've got my favorite player in the NBA, Stephen Adams. Stephen the Goat Adams. Uh, if I'm being truthful and I'm not being my normal self. Um, Steven Adams is good. He could be a lot better than what he's performing at right now. His, his performance level is pretty bad. Uh, but he does what needs to be done for the Grizzlies. I mean, he's had great plays with the Grizzlies so far. But mm -hmm. I would I would just be, I would like to be on the record saying if they had Jonas Valanciunas, they might be better off because Jonas can at least shoot threes and Steven Adams cannot. But Steven Adams provides a lot of veteran leadership and some great defense. John Morant, Rookie of the Year, the best player out of South Carolina since Kevin Garnett. I mean, it's just perfect. It's a great team. Perfect, perfect. So uh, before uh, we take it to uh, Brady, I decided because we were having a uh, disagreement over, over the status of Danny Green, or Danny Green, I am currently on on the NBA's website, under the Memphis the Grizzlies roster, is he on the roster? And listed between okay. Jaron Jackson and Brandon I Clark is Danny. I see him now. I see him now. Okay. We just we, we you know here we want to make sure that you know. <laughs> oh no! I just missed him. There is I just missed him. I didn't see him. Oh, I didn't see him. Okay. All right. Cool. So uh, Bennett, you say Memphis is going to win. Um, Brady, I, I'm, I'm just going to say before I give uh, Brady the uh, floor, I agree. I think Memphis is going to win it. Um, don't trust Dallas. I don't trust Zion until he plays an entire season. Houston and San Antonio. I think Memphis wins it by default. So um, what about you, Brady? I agree with both of y'all. I think Memphis is the clear-cut shot favorite here. But if if healthy, don't sleep on the pills. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't sleep on the pills if healthy. I mean, they did they they did took they did hold on they did take a Suns team to what six games six seven games and they almost beat them without Zion and they were not all healthy. That's all I'm gonna say. I agree. I agree. If if the Pelicans are healthy, they will throw a monkey wrench into uh, um the rest of the division but once again like i said they got to be healthy and i got to see zion for an entire season not I just zion be zion yeah. right no he hasn't and i still say this um he him coming back for the acc uh, champion uh, tournament in his one season at duke he should not have he should have just said, you know, I got injured. Let me get healthy. Let me just focus on the NBA draft. I mean, I, I, as a Duke fan, I respect him for coming back. But 
looking at hindsight being twenty twenty. I see yeah, why. Yeah, he did, though, because I, I, I he, didn't think he was going to be number one. He didn't think he was going to be number one if he didn't play. No, he was one hundred percent going to be number one. Though. I, I know, I know he was, but in in his yeah, mind, no, every, in his everyone mind. knew that they were going to be number one. That he was going to be number one because I mean, you don't take somebody like that. And Carroll didn't think that. Ben Carroll thought he was going to be number two. Actually, he should have been. Yeah. I think Van Carroll yeah. was the best player in the draft, though, by far. Uh, I mean, he's right. the most talented one by far out of Jabari. Jabari's just big. He's like a KD. Paul Paulo can do a little bit of everything. Yeah, but now he's on the Magic, so he's. No, but that, that's what the Magic want. Here. Magic wants someone that can do a little bit of everything. Magic need everything. I'm I'm surprised they haven't traded. Cole he can Hansen do everything. Magic. He can do everything. That's why the yeah. Magic got him. So here is our division champions that, that we have. Um, Brady has Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Minnesota, Clippers, and Memphis. Bennett has Boston, Cleveland, Atlanta, Minnesota, Golden State, and Memphis. I have Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Miami, Denver, Phoenix, and Memphis. So now the plan. Um if uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to do this, all right, you want to do what four teams go in or what two teams come out? Four teams go in. I think that's more competitive. Right. It's more entertaining. Okay, We're looking for so, good content here. Come on now. Absolutely. I also, think we should, I also think we should give like who's going to be the clear cut number one, number one overall seed. Oh, okay. All right. So, based off your division champions, um, Brady, who uh, now are you talking about? Like the number one on seed in each conference? Yes. Okay. Who's number one seed in each conference? No, not in each conference in the in the Eastern Conference. Like, so, like out of the four teams that we oh. got picked out, that we picked out, like who's going to be number one out of those four teams? Oh, oh okay. So, so, so who, yeah, who's number one? So, so, so who's number seven, eight, nine, ten? Okay, I got gotcha. you. All right, I got gotcha. you. No problem. So, Brady, who is your seven, eight, nine, and ten? In the East, my seven. So I already have my one through six. I have one Philly. I have two Boston. Three Three, I have – or no, two, I have Milwaukee, actually. One, I have Philly. Three, Boston. Four, four Cleveland. Five was Atlanta for me. And six in final spot was Chicago. Okay. And then I had the playing teams. My seventh seed was the Brooklyn Nets. I still think you can't count them out just yet. I mean, they, they kind of are good, but they're not at the same time. Also have um, Charlotte in the bubble or in the in the play-in, and I have Miami also as well in the play-in. And then my last team in the play-in would be Toronto. 
So you would have, if I get this correct, Brooklyn would play Charlotte in the 7-8 matchup. And then Toronto. And, and Miami and Toronto in the 9-10. Uh, Miami's actually the 8th seed in mine. Okay. Uh, Charlotte 9 or Charlotte 10? Charlotte is 9. Okay. All right. Okay. So, Brooklyn versus Miami, Charlotte versus Toronto. All right. Well, we'll, we'll do the Western Conference in just a moment. Uh, Bennett, what's right. your um, – Go ahead and get my entire playoff bracket then, like Brady did. Uh, that's what – if y'all didn't notice, I was, like, writing, like, the entire time. I was trying to write out this stuff because I didn't plan ahead. Actually, my fault. Sorry, I want the Bucks number one, not the – I read it wrong. It was, the, it was the Bucks and then the Sixers. Yes. Well, uh, y'all are going to be kind of mad at me. Glad. Number one, way too early. I'm going to Cleveland. Uh, number two, Boston. Number three, Hawks. Number four, Bucks. Number five, Heat. Yeah, that's the Heat. Number six, the Sixers. And then my 7-8 matchup will be the Toronto Raptors at seven versus the Chicago Bulls at eight. Then my 9-10 matchup is going to be a weird one. We have the Washington Wizards versus the Indiana Pacers. I have them on the like right outside. I think they win a lot of games late because Halliburton's that guy, and I think they eke into the playoffs over over like some of these other teams. <coughs> hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see my playoffs. Um, <laughs> I I'm I, I gotta go Milwaukee uh, ones. Milwaukee is the one seed. Um, Miami two by a game over Philadelphia. Philadelphia's three seed. Um, I know that division, you know, now the division winners can be whatever seed, um, but Philadelphia, uh, see, Boston four, Cleveland five, uh, Chicago six. Um, let's see. So seven seed, I got. Uh, did I say Chicago yet or no? You already said Chicago. It's a six seed. Yeah. All right, Atlanta is the seven seed. I think Chicago and Atlanta are going to have are going to be neck and neck at, at that level. Uh, Atlanta's the seven seed. They're going to take on Toronto. I like Toronto. And and, and I'm just going to go completely crazy here. My 9-10 matchup, the Washington Wizards versus the Charlotte Hornets. Brooklyn doesn't make the playoffs. Exactly. They don't make the playoffs. So, um, I think they do just because, is, because of their big three that they have. I just think that they're two. They're not. The Wizards are so much worse than they are. But they're a, they're a cohesive team, whereas Brooklyn isn't. 
I understand what you're saying, but I just think Brooklyn has yeah. the better better assets. They have the better players, that's for sure. But I mean, right. Ben Simmons right. on paper today. Okay, but yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I, I, you know, I want to see, you know, Brooklyn. I don't if they make the playoffs, they're going to be in the playing tournament. I don't see them getting a top six seed. Yep. <laughs> now we'll go to the Western Conference. Bennett, who we got? So again, y'all are going to be mad at me. It's way too early. I'll probably have this more refined later. Number one. Minnesota. Timberwolves are one. Number two is going to be the Golden State Warriors. Number three is going to be the Memphis Grizzlies. Number four is going to be the LA Clippers. Number five is going to be the Denver Nuggets. Number six, Dallas Mavericks. And then in my play-in bracket, number seven, (coughs) Pelicans take on the number eight LA Lakers. And then the number nine Phoenix Suns take on the number ten Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> Not asking for miracles, but I think I think the Thunder's lineup, if if Chet was healthy, they would have been they would be uh, maybe maybe like seven or eight in the play-in instead of ten. But I think that they've got the squad to get them to that to the ten. Okay. Brady, what you thinking? Right now, I'm kind of stuck between two teams at 9 and 10, but I'll give you what I have so far. Um, One, I have the Golden State Warriors. I think they're undoubtedly going to be the favorites again. I have Memphis at two, and it's the prizer here. And then I have at number three, I have Phoenix. Four, I have Denver. Five, Minnesota, just because we got to see how they all meld together. And then right. six is Dallas. I just think oh, you, you got to. I mean, you got to. I mean, I don't think anybody else has got a shot at besides the Pels right there. And then my seven seed is the, Pel- the Pelicans. Well, hold on. Uh, hold on. I do want to ask this one question. Um, You have the Clippers winning the division. How can Golden State be the one seed? Yeah. If oh, my fault. My fault. I mean, I have the Clippers. My fault. Okay, all right. Clippers. All right. I just wanted to make sure. I was like, I mean, oh, I, I, oh, I, I know. I keep switching it around because I'm like, I'm trying to work on, I'm looking at my seven and eight, and then I don't look at my one and two. So. Gotcha, gotcha. My four, right, so you my, said four, my four is actually Golden State, by the way. Okay. So you said New Orleans was seven, right? Yeah, New Orleans is at seven for me. Eight is... Portland. I actually have Portland. I think Portland's a little bit of a better team than I think everyone thinks they are. I think once they get going early, early they're going to be terrible because they got to get to know each other because they're all new. But down the stretch, I think they'll be fine. As long as Damian Lillard can also say help. And then my nine team right now, I have San Antonio. I just think Popovich can get them to a play-in. I just don't... I think they miss, but I think he can get them there. And then my number 10 team is the Lakers. I mean, that's the only other best team that I have. I just don't think the Lakers are really good. I didn't want to put them in there. That's the only other team that I could choose because the Jazz just fell fell to pieces. So, Understandable. All right. So, number one, I won't say, you know, Phoenix, since I have no one in. Uh, can, 
I, I think whoever wins the Pacific's probably going to get beat a number one seed, unless a team like Denver, Minnesota, or Memphis just go apeshit crazy. Uh, so Phoenix one, Golden State two, Denver three, Memphis four, uh, Minnesota five. Clippers, I'll have it six. So, all right, one, two, three, four, five, okay, six. So, seven seed. Can I change my 10, actually? Give me a second. Um, actually, actually, go ahead. Who, uh, what team are you changing? I don't like the Lakers. I'm going to go to the Kings. I like the Kings a whole lot better. All right, got it. So seven seed, um, I I'm gonna go Dallas once again. Um, I I'll trust New Orleans whenever you know in a higher seed whenever I see more information. Um, but let's see, eight seed. I'll go. Portland. Um, nine seed. Hmm, I say Sac, uh, San Antonio. And it's it's going to be touch and go. Uh, New Orleans will be in the running for this seed. But I'm going Sacramento. And we're going to get another post, another off season of LeBron crying because, well, why didn't we make a playing game? Well, you sucks. you wanted it, you wanted it, then you bitched about being in it, so shut up. Now you're not even in that. No, I think you should just you just let him be in it, and then he gets beat by like the Kings or the Spurs, and it'd be so much, it'd be so funny. I know, <laughs> but. That's 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 just like I said. It's just my opinion. Um, now uh, we got the East Conference, West Conference, and who's who's going to the NBA Finals? And a um, MVP candidate. So, I will start this one. Uh, the Eastern Conference. Who do I think? Who do I think will be in the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, once again, if this was a month ago, I would say Boston. But... I'm I'm gonna go Miami and Milwaukee. That is my pick, and I have Milwaukee winning it. Oh, I was just. I mean, until Giannis is no longer in the league, 
Mil uh, Milwaukee is going to be a threat to get make the NBA Finals every year. And Miami, they they have a lot of the players from that core teams that went to the finals in the bubble. Um, I think they're going to make another run, but and it's it's, it's going to be a close series. But uh, the Western Conference, hmm. I'm I'm gonna go off brand a little bit, but one one of y'all might like this. Phoenix and Minnesota. Uh, so I have Phoenix playing Minnesota, and I have Phoenix winning. So I'll tell you who I think is gonna win the NBA title later. Uh, Brady. Your turn. All right. So now I've, after looking at my list, I have, in the East, I have five teams that potentially go to the Eastern Conference Final. But the one I think that's going to go is the clear cut favorite, the Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks. And then the other one, my other Eastern Conference. Now, this one was hard for me because I had between the Sixers and the Cavaliers. But I just think the Cavaliers are just going to show everybody that they are here and that they need to be okay. being slept on. And I'm going to choose the Cavaliers. Here. So. All right. Who do you think is going to win that series? Oh, that's a good one. I don't know who can uh, – Evan Mobley on Giannis, I would like to see just because of the matchup. But I think Jared Allen can also guard Giannis. But who's really going to mm. guard Middleton in that situation? Can Donovan Mitchell guard Middleton? I don't know. So, I'm going to give it to the Bucks in seven just because I don't know who's going to guard Middleton if he's healthy. Gotcha. What about the West? The West, I had four teams. It's a clear. It's clearly it's a Golden State, Memphis, Phoenix, or Denver, and I have Warriors going. I just think they're the team to beat still. Or no, I, no, uh, Clippers, actually. Clippers. That's what I had. My fault. Clippers. Had the Clippers going to so the you had, and then also have the Golden State Warriors going to the Western Conference Finals as well. Have five teams: Golden State. Who wins that? Who uh, who wins that series? I have Golden State in seven. I just think Curry and Curry and them are too strong for, but I think it's actually a good series. It's a really really great series. I agree. Bennett, you're up. Yes, I am. Uh, this no, is like, no, 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 no. I was asking, were you up? Oh, yeah, no, I'm up. I'm here. I'm okay, still with all right. cool. I'm still alive. Uh, no, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a, a tough. This is again way too early. Um, I know I'm, I, you know, but at the same time, the, the Eastern Conference matchup here, in my opinion, would probably be probably be the greatest series of basketball I will ever watch ever because it will be the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Atlanta Hawks and like holy crap that's good uh what as he's taking a bow in Madison Square Garden he will take a bow in Cleveland Trey Young going to the finals with the Hawks listen they've got it going I think the Cavaliers are a year off, if that, from making the finals. 
Um, I think they 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 cement themselves as a, a team that's here to stay this year. I can I can agree with that, but I still think they're missing something. They're missing one piece. Well, that's what trades are for. So we could see Gordon Hayward or someone, you know, injury prone, kind of make his way over to Cleveland for a potential, you know, first round pick maybe and some some nice young pieces to some of the teams like the Hornets who could desperately need something like that because they have so many old players. Yep. Um, and then in the West, I originally had written something down, but I think that we I have to give this guy credit and so I originally had Wolves Grizzlies to go to the finals and I've changed it the Denver Nuggets versus the Memphis Grizzlies to go to the finals I'm giving Jokic his dues Jokic in in my matchups I mean it it was four and five so that was, that was the Clippers versus the Nuggets Jokic versus Zubac that's that's pretty easy uh, I know you'd probably put the claw or something on Jokic, but regardless, we're not talking about, you know, all of that now. But, I mean, he just has a really easy lineup. The hardest he'll have to face is Cat, And that is, that's hard to, to face him or, or Gobert. But I think I have, I have Nuggets versus Hawks finals. Okay. All right. Okay. I would love to get oh. into the piece. I think they're a year off. Without Jaron Jackson, I think uh, they make it. Uh, let, me, let me ask one question before we go to our um, uh, final segment of NBA Finals and uh, MVP. Um, I want to make sure. So you have the Pelicans and the Lakers as your 7-8 matchup. Who's your 9-10 matchup? Mine? Yeah, in Suns the West. Thunder. The what? Suns Thunder. Oh. I think the Suns are going to fall that off that far. I, I, yeah, I think Aiton and Paul get traded. I was, I was, I, I, see, I thought I wrote Phoenix, but I wanted to make sure. So, okay. Yeah, I wasn't stuttering. Okay, just, just want to make sure. So, we'll, we'll start with you again, Bennett. Uh, and we'll do it this way. The NBA champion is who because of why. The NBA champion is who and because of why? Yeah. Is that what you said? Okay. I'm going Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta because of the talent that they brought around Trey Young. Clint Capella is still there. He's still firing on all cylinders defensively. You've got, um, they brought John in, Collins. traded, yep. Thank you. They got John Collins. They've got, they've got DeJounte Murray. They've got a great bench. They've got a, a really solid lineup. Their head coaching staff is amazing. Uh, and this team, it, it, it's ready. It, it is like a rocket about to like take off. And I think Trey Young is just, he's hes that guy. And and it's going to be a battle against the Nuggets. That's actually a really good matchup. Easy matchup uh, for him. I mean, it's easy matchup for for Young, but it's but they got Jokic, and you can't count out Jokic just like you can't count out Luka. I mean, so it's going to be a great game, a great series. Uh, Hawks and six. Okay. Brady, the NBA champion will be who because of why? We're going to go to Golden State Warriors. I just think they're destined to go back and repeat because they've done it before. They know what they're doing. They're experienced. They know how to win. 
That's all I gotta say. And that's why I just think Curry, Curry's gonna have another, another year that's like, who's gonna stop me? Try to stop me. I'm the best in the world. Best music okay. I mean, you can't argue with that. You can't. Um, you really can't. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and and the difference between LeBron and Curry is Curry is so likable. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron didn't go to college. Steph Curry went to Davidson, and like he, his run in the sophomore year built him so much goodwill that fans were disappointed when he didn't go, uh, didn't make it, make a return trip to the regional finals in his in his junior season. So, um, and. I also got a congratulations to Steph Curry. Not only did he get an NBA, another NBA title, he got his degree from um, Davidson, which met the requirement to have his number retired. They, you know, he they, they could have retired his number like 10 years ago, but they have a rule. They only retire players' numbers if they have got their degree. So, congratulations to him on that. Um, who will be the NBA champion? Will be Milwaukee. Because when Giannis and Chris Middleton are healthy. Who's going to stop him? Who's going to stop him? Exactly. Who's going to stop him? So. Um, I didn't think you like the last question. I want to go ahead. I did thinking like, okay, they're gonna have Chris Middleton. They're gonna have Giannis, right? But they're not gonna have Drew Holiday. Yeah. Drew Holiday is also a big success to that team. So I know, but you got Giannis. <laughs> yeah, you do got Giannis. Giannis is hard yeah. to stop. So. Um, I'm going to do it this way, uh, asking about the MVP. So I'm looking up an article on uh, VegasInsider.com. The 2023 NBA MVP odds. I'm going to list off the names from um, 12 to 1. So who has the 12th best odds to who has the best odds. All right. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to read the numbers or anything like that, but number 12, Devin Booker, Zion Williamson, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Yamarant, Steph Curry, Jason Tatum. Number five is uh, uh, Nikola Jokic. Four is Kevin Durant. Giannis is number three, Joel Embiid is number two, and Luca, the reigning uh, champ uh, MVP, is number one. So, no, he's not. No, nope, he's then, not. Luca didn't win it last year. That was Jokic. Jokic. Yep. Okay, my, my bad. My bad. Um, actually, uh, so Jokic is uh, two-time 
MVP, right? Back to back. Yeah. Two two back to back okay. in a row. All right. So I'll ask I'll ask it this way. Um Brady, of the twelve names that I listed, is the MVP in that list? <laughs> and if not, who is it? Yes, they are in the list. Okay. You want me to tell you who it is as well? Yeah. Uh, I've got actually I got Luca winning the MVP this year. I I know I know people's gonna be like, oh, that's crazy. Gian, Giannis is the clear cut probably favorite going not not right now, but Giannis is probably gonna be him and Jokic are probably gonna be the clear two cut favorites to win it. But I just think what Luca did last year with a decent average. Mavs team and get them to the playoffs and get them to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Golden State Warriors. If Luka can do something like that again and average at least what, 35, 32 points per game, the trophy's his. Right. Man, hey, you know what? You know what's even crazier? That same Luka and that same season got him to the Western Conference Final against the Golden State Warriors. Not deep. So so they were in both conference. I lost both of them, so <laughs> I had to bust on that one. That was funny. Um, you had the same matchup in both conference finals. How? Well, magic. Bennett, same question: Is the MVP in that list of twelve names I gave you, or if not, who is it? Oh yeah, he is. Like, come on, like. If you're not in the top 12 of those names, there's not going to be somebody that just comes out of the woodwork and wins it uh, this year because uh, it's a popularity contest. And, like, uh, was Trey Young? He's not in that 12, right? Like, no. He's right? number 13. Number 13. Well, okay. So, like, players like Trey Young are going to be really good this season, but they're not going to have, quote, NBA MVP seasons. I- I'm going to go with the person who I think should have won it last year. Uh, and that is Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Uh, he's phenomenal. I don't see why he didn't win it last year. Jokic, sure, but like, come on, like, back to back. We don't have to, like, the NBA is so, sports in general are so good that we should not ever have a back to back MVP because Jokic, he put up phenomenal numbers, but Joel Embiid put up those phenomenal numbers and he played defense. So, I think he should have won it last year. I think he's going to win it this year. I mean, I have high hopes. And his team went farther too. So. Yeah, his team went farther. I think the Sixers. But that are... that doesn't matter. It's MVP is a regular season. A award. regular season award. I, but at the same time, Joel Embiid he plays defense. Jokic does not. Jokic got a triple crown though, or something like that, in rebounds, points, and assists. I mean, it's just. Okay. It's going to be. I think it should be Embiid. If it's not Embiid, and it's. It's uh, and it's uh, Doncic. Then Doncic better like have put. Then they better have gone undefeated if Doncic is getting it. Because if that's if he gets it and Embiid's been putting in the work, then there's no possible way. I agree. Um, I, I'm thinking it's Fred Van Vliet. And that's where we're gonna end the podcast. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's not him. I I just wanted to see if I could find someone who was way down the list. Um, it, it's definitely in the list. Um, I don't see why Kevin Durant is as tied for the fourth best odds with the reigning, defending, two-time 
MVP. I don't understand that. Uh, it's because it's Kevin Durant. Um, great. He's still a great person. I LeBron. LeBron's on that list, too. LeBron's going to always be on that list. Yeah, yeah, LeBron's like, awesome. MJ yeah. decided to come back. I don't, I don't know him on that list. See, like, yeah, see, I, I, I don't know why Kevin Durant is. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know why Zion is at the twelfth, eleventh uh, best odds. I, it's basically because of his name. The but I, exactly, oh, it's a popularity movie. contest. So, um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go, um, Giannis. Um, I think his third, like the one, yeah. He, well, he, here's here's the thing those three players, so based on Vegas odds, Luca has is plus 450, Joel Embiid's plus 500, Giannis is plus 550, and those are the only three players that are that are under plus a thousand. So that's that's the field right now. Like th- those are the three clear-cut um, MVP candidates. If someone comes, someone has to have a great, great historic season to supplant one of them. So. Which is possible. Which is possible. Yeah. It is possible. I mean, we could see that from somebody, but it's it's highly unlikely. Like, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. It's. I don't know, but but that's that's what we got. That that's what we think the NBA is going to look like. Um, so. Um, I would say, let's see. So my surprise team not to make the playoffs was Brooklyn. Uh, Bennett, I think yours would have been. Oh, let me. Let's see. Surprise. I didn't, I didn't pick Brooklyn either, but I think you could more say that the Suns. Well, okay, I'll give you this. I don't have the Suns making it past the play-in tournament. You can have that as your surprise. I don't have the Suns okay. getting out of the play. That, that's that that, that that's your surprise in the playoffs. Yeah, is the, the I mean, Phoenix doesn't make the. I guess bracket. the Nets not making the playoffs could be could be my my mine as well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, maybe no, because that's all. Yeah, there's really not any surprises. Oh, it made it. Yeah, I mean, we were. I think the only uh, we had one division where we picked all picked the same winner, and one division where we each had a different um, winner, and both of them were in the Western Conference. So, yeah. um, but Brady is the only only person to take a Western Conference team to win the NBA title, whereas Bennett has Atlanta. I've got Milwaukee. Um, it's going to be an interesting season. Um, I hope that there's nothing crazy that happens. Knock on wood. I think I think there's going to be quite a bit of craziness. I think the trades that in the off season are about to take place very quickly in the regular season. Miles Turner is going to probably get traded eventually. 
But here's here's the problem is like he could be, but but like the, the Pacers don't need to trade him. They will though if they get someone good in return. Who Westbrook? No. That's uh-huh. that, that's who they were trying to trade. They were trying to trade. Why would you want Westbrook when you have Halliburton? Like I don't understand that. Like I don't I don't get that. I don't, I don't understand it either. Want, I don't. I, would, I don't know why you wouldn't want youth over Westbrook, who's already who showed last year he can't play. Would you trade Aiton for Buddy Hield and Miles Turner? If I'm the Pacers, I'm not giving up Buddy Hield. Like I get it, but like Buddy Hield's nice. Like I kind of. That's uh, who the Pacers want to get rid of. They don't like Buddy Hield down there. Okay, well Buddy Hield and Turner for Aiton. Yeah, I take that. I take that in a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I do got one more question. Uh, I, you know, we're talking about these trades and all that. Um, just. No, no explanation needed. Who do you think has the number one pick next year? Ooh, that's a good one. I mean, both of the teams I think are going to get it. I really don't want to because it's just going to be so bad for women Yama and Scoot. But like, I, I have, I have one and two. One being the Jazz, two being the Spurs. Okay. So you got the you got the Jazz as the, getting the number one pick. Jazz is about you, Brady. So bad. Like I have, I have three. Great. I have three. I have Utah with the one, San Antonio two, and my third is actually uh, Washington. I don't think Washington's going to be that good. Yeah. Um, I agree with Utah. Actually, I agree with all of them. Um, I want to throw. I'll throw Detroit hey. in there as well. I think who's going to be the number one pick? Hold on, let me, let me make sure. Do I have them? No, no, they can't. I also don't know who has what draft picks or whatnot. So I think the New, um, York, New York Knicks are in that conversation too for being pretty bad. The Detroit and Orlando can also be there as well. But it's really who's going to finesse the lottery. And the Rockets. I forgot about the Rockets. Thunder could always get it just because one of the draft picks hits. Yep. True. Um, what if it was like Golden State Warriors get Victor? Oh, that would be something, wouldn't it? They'd probably ruin him like they ruined Wiseman. Yes. Or like Cleveland. What if like Cleveland got it and they traded Jared Allen away for him? They know when you're trading Jared Allen away for Victor Wendyama. You just figure it out. Like... Uh, I'm I'm gonna go Indiana. I, I I think Indiana will get it, but if if San Antonio doesn't um win or doesn't make the playoffs, oh nope, cancel. That's not it. Um, if um if San Antonio doesn't make the play-in tournament, I think that they may get the number one seed. But once again. I don't know what trades or whatnot. I mean, we we could be saying these teams, and they may not even have their first round pick. Hey, so uh, the Jazz, the Spurs, they both have their first round picks this year. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Jazz okay. have like two. Jazz have two as of right now. Jazz have a couple. Um, the Spurs Thunder, have three. They have a top three pick right now. Um, Kings are always in that conversation, but Kings are looking kind of. Uh, the Orlando Magic have two first rounds. Uh, and really, I can't wait for the Wizards have two. Colin Sexton getting traded will be amazing. 
the Jazz have two. The Spurs have three. The Rockets have three. The Thunder have three, I think, as well. Yep. The Trailblazers have two. Washington has two. Orlando has three. Detroit has two. Where do, how many Trailblazers have? Did you say two? Yeah, they have two. I'd like to see Trailblazers. And Indiana has two as well. And trade away uh, Nurkic to the Raptors. That'd be amazing. The Raptors have two as well. So, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting who gets it. Um, I will say the NBA, the playing tournament, has helped a lot of more teams not tank. Otherwise, at least half of each, half of the East would be tanking in about two months. Yeah. So they want Victor. They want Victor. Someone Victor and Scoop. Nope. Yep. Well, Bennett, Brady, it has been a blast as always. I figure we'll be doing this episode again around April (laughs) once playoff time hits. Maybe this time uh, our other party that was supposed to be here, Mason, won't have a birthday. You know, that he has to... to uh, I'd like to say I was the winner of last year. I had the Warriors winning. You were. Who did I have? You were the winner. You you were the winner going into the um, conference finals. So. Yep. I think I had that was that was horrible. Cleveland versus like. You had Chicago in the in the Eastern Conference Finals. I was smoking something. I don't know what, but I was smoking. We all are. I think I had ball. I think I had Boston and Milwaukee, but I had Milwaukee winning. Smoking that Laurie Markin pack. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, no. Brady did win our predictions last year, so now now we have. I think next year, uh, or when we do the playoff first, okay, let's see. Um, we'll. we'll put our brackets up and I'll say, okay, let, let's see how much we, our bracket, ha, how many of the playoff teams we got correct. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I hope it's at least like three or four because if it's none. It better be three or four. four. You watch it be nine and it's like the Kings are like number one in the West and the uh, the Knicks are number one in the East. That'd just be Oh, no, the Wizards. The Wizards are number one in the East. Hey, I have a hey, Bradley Beal's nice like that. You got to give him some credit. <laughs> I got hey. you. The magic go number one. <laughs> Terrence Ross. Uh, hey, I, I, I will say this, you know, before we sign off. Um, Bennett, what's the difference between um, Kyrie Irving and Bradley Beal? What? What's the difference? One actually got to play unvaccinated last year. <laughs> and one thinks the earth is round one thinks the earth is flat that's true that's true just hey honestly if there was a um, a flat basketball Kyrie Irving would be the greatest player of all time yeah but unfortunately for him the basketball is round so just like the sorry. earth just like the like, earth here. I mean, I always always tell people when I say, oh, the earth is flat. I said, okay. Fly to the edge of it and tell me what you see. See, like, but the, here's the thing with them. It's like, okay, 
you have you're saying the earth is flat and then on the other side of, of your argument is every scientist that has ever studied science ever you're telling me all of them all of them are wrong about the earth being round because 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 oh well the ground is flat so that means the earth is flat like it's just so oh, that's so stupid i agree <laughs> Um, I, I saw this episode of, uh, you know, I saw this video from, on YouTube from Vice and, uh, uh, it was, it was talking about like misinformation or whatnot. And they say that on one side, you know, you have someone who, it has low information who thinks one th who's told one thing and that's what they believe and then on the other side you have science which is used to prove things as fact or fiction so which uh, trust me I could definitely get into an episode with that, which yeah. I will probably do around the end of October. Oh, so, I, yeah, you know, that will probably be one of my uh, rare non-sports episodes where I'll probably piss some people off. Which Those are the I ones that go hard off. as hell. I remember when we were driving last year to watch the Saints get absolutely fucked <laughs> by the uh, Panthers. And we were recording an, uh, an episode of just us talking in the car, driving up to, up to the yeah. Uh, North Carolina, and I see Kyle flipping off like like a random store, or maybe it was a car. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, I saw a Trump sticker. Fuck that guy. I was like, <laughs> alright. I, I don't have the balls to do that. I, I fucking hate it, but like, I'm not gonna sit there and flip off of <laughs> if I, I feel like if I even put my middle finger up in the car, 15 people are gonna like start beating my ass. So like you know, that's oh. every movie ever, it's like a fuck you or like the bad road rage, it's like fuck you, and it's like Actually, ass kick. I'm okay, like, I don't uh, ever want to do that. that I feel like the balls on this guy. <laughs> I will definitely tell this story off 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 air, but uh, once again, I want to thank you guys for coming on, uh, and we'll see how horrible our picks are come April. Hope it's not too bad. Hope it's not too bad. Uh, this has been the Blind Tech Podcast. I'm Kyle Nashheim. If y'all don't have a great day, just fucking will it into existence, all right? See y'all next time. <laughs>